Welcome to the Dating Done Right podcast, where we chat about all things dating, confidence, and inner healing. I'm your host, Sai Neri, and I'm a relationship coach here to help you break your toxic dating patterns and find the love of your life. It doesn't have to be hard, and you're worthy of having it all. I'll show you exactly how to get dating done right so that you can find your person. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dating Done Right podcast. Uh, Today's episode is all about the wounded masculine energy in women. And the next several episodes, I'm going to really be diving deep into energy and the wounded masculine, the wounded feminine, and why feminine energy is important. Why is the law of polarity so important when you are dating or even when you're in a relationship, especially when you're in a relationship and creating that balance? And so some of you just may be new to polarity in general, to the concept of the masculine energy or the feminine energy. And here's what you really need to know. And then I'm going to dive into the wounded energy. In a relationship, well, let me back up. Every human being has energy, right? Energy is in the in the way you show up and do life and the way you are being, right? And so you have the masculine energy, which is the leading, the doing, the shaping, like the getting things done in life. And this is the energy which many of you use in your careers or in your businesses to be really successful. It is the thinking part, like the very much in your head type energy. So you're strategic, you're analyzing, you're, you know, doing all of the things. And in a, and when it comes to feminine energy, this is more around the heart of the relationship or the heart, the feelings, the vulnerability, the being, the relaxing, the resting, the being present, right? You kind of get the very different end, ends of the point. And so when you are in a romantic relationship, for my high achieving women, one of the things that I see so many of you struggle with is that you tend to be the guy in the relationship right? So you are the one making plans. You are the one reaching out. You are the one confirming. You are the one really leading the relationship and it's annoying and frustrating. And you're like, where are all the guys that can step up to the plate? Like it's exhausting, right? You just like really want a guy that's going to be there for you. And you're like, where is he? Why isn't he doing these things? And it's not that they don't exist, but what's been happening for you is that you have been operating in your masculine energy in a romantic relationship. And so that is a big part of the problem. And so in order for you to attract a guy that is like a guy's guy, right? Like a man's man. Like you want someone that has his life together that can, you know, fix a tire or at least like know to call triple A and be there for you when you need him requires you to take a step back and let him do the thing. Right. So I had a client once and you know, she, she's like dating a guy, really nice guy. And she's like, yeah, I just like want him to do the thing. And I'm like, well, is he doing the thing? And she's like, yes. Like he's, you know, cleaning the place or whatever it is that she needed him to do. She's then she's like, but he's not doing it right. 
And so that is, you know, like the controlling, you know, has to be done my way. So on this episode, what I want to dial into is the wounded masculine. And so let me know if any of these things like you can relate to. So here are like five things I wanted to share with you today that are a indicator of whether or not you are operating in your wounded masculine energy in a romantic relationship as a female. And then I'm going to talk about why this is important and then what can you do about it to shift this for you so that you can create the kind of relationship that you actually want, which is that of equality and equity and one of also polarity, right? So I'll talk about that. So the first thing I want you to ask yourself is, do you find yourself to be competitive in your relationship with your partner? So let's say like they got a promotion and you're like, oh, shoot, like I got to step it up or, um, you know, they do something and in your mind, you're like, I have to do it better. That is a really good indication of you being in your masculine, like you're, you know, trying to outdo the other person versus like leaning back, like letting them do their thing, being proud of them, doing all of that, you know, supportive partner stuff but instead you're just being competitive. So that's something that I want you to be aware of to see like, hey, am I being competitive with this person? Another thing I want you to check in with yourself is, do you find yourself working all the time and you are on the verge of being burnt out or you are already burnt out? I think many of my clients, and I know personally for me, as I've built my coaching practice, there were definitely periods of time where I was way too much in my masculine energy. And that was definitely creating conflict in my marriage. I'm like, all right, I got to slow it down. I need to step back. I need to take care of myself. So are you taking care of yourself or are you overworking? And so what this could look like is you're working beyond your nine to five or whatever your hours are. You're always raising your hand for extra projects and extending yourself. And maybe you're like resentful towards your team or your friends or or whoever it is where you're like, yes, I'll do this thing. I'll go above and beyond, but it's actually making you really tired and exhausted and you're not taking care of yourself. You're not going to the gym. You're not drinking water. You're not exercising you're not getting movement in, there's no real downtime for you to rest your brain or your body. So that's like the second thing I want you to watch out for to say like, hey, am I, am I beyond my capacity? Like, have I overextended myself? Number three is like, you have this need for control and power. And so this goes back to the example that I was sharing about my client is her need to control the situation or have it done her way. So if a guy is doing something and in your mind he's doing it wrong or it's too late or it has to be done a certain way, that is your need for control and power. And so I want you to check yourself to say like, well, who decides like what the right way is? Like, is it possible that your way is just your way and it's not right or wrong, but it's just a way and the other person can do it their way and let that be good enough? 
Because if you are going to be so much in the controlling and power, that doesn't really allow in a romantic relationship the space for the relationship to blossom in an organic way, where you're just going to be always trying to push your agenda. There's not going to be flexibility or compromise when there is conflict, because when you are constantly trying to control the situation, that makes you incredibly unattractive to a guy. A man, a masculine man, is going to want to be able to take the lead. And so if you're not going to be able to do that, then that's certainly going to be a problem. So that was number three. Number four is you tend to be like very aggressive, like defensive and aggressive. So let's say your partner, you know, comes to you or you guys are talking and there's some type of conflict and you're just like, in their face, like you're not really backing down, like you have a hard time hearing, you know, any type of criticism or feedback, like you're on the defensive, right? And or as a result of that, then you kind of go overboard and like, then you're just in their face and you're not trying to be mean about it, but like there is a fine line between being assertive, which is like advocating for yourself and, you know, speaking up for yourself and your needs and being very clear on your standards and what your relationship expectations and boundaries are. That is very different than being in someone's face and just being combative, aggressive, and maybe even not as respectful as you should be, could be, would like to be, right? So think about when there has been conflict, how have you handled that with your partner? How have you shown up? Were there times even just not even in a conflict type situation where you've been aggressive or you've been super pushy with wanting to do things you, you know, kind of like in your fashion, which goes back to what I previously shared about the need for control. So that would be the other thing that I would think about. And so the reason why this is important when you are in your wounded masculine is because it makes it incredibly difficult for you and your partner to connect on a deeper level right? Because in a balanced relationship, the man would predominantly be in his masculine energy. I have an 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time, I prefer the man to be in his masculine, 20% in the feminine. And then for the woman, it's 80% feminine and then 20% masculine. And you can kind of fudge the numbers that feel right for you, but it's it's not 50-50, okay? So to be clear, it's not 50-50. Polarity means opposite ends. If in, in, in a magnet situation, you have like the north and the south or the positive or the negative, it can't be in the middle because it's not going to work. Like you really do need to create that polarity. So that's why I like the 80-20 um, like benchmark. So when you are in that wounded masculine and you're like kind of doing the things in the relationship, it makes it difficult for you and especially your partner, the guy that you're dating or seeing or want him to be your boyfriend to connect with you on a deeper level. And so if you are unable to get a guy out of his head and into his heart, right? He's not going to fall in love with you. You're not going to be able to connect and create that emotional attraction with him right? Men want someone to let their guard down with and 
because you're in your wounded masculine, you're going to have your guard up, right? You're being combative. You're not taking care of yourself. You're trying to be in that controlling position of power. That doesn't allow for softness. That doesn't allow for vulnerability. That doesn't allow for presence. It doesn't allow for the guy who's in his masculine, right? A guy's guy, a high value man in his masculine energy. He's not going to be able to step up and do the thing that you need him to do because you can't have in a balanced relationship two people in their masculine energies. A guy doesn't want a woman that's like that's dressed sexy as hell, but like she's actually a guy on the inside. And I remember like feeling this way and being this way in my first marriage. So for those of you that don't know or are new to the podcast, um, got married when I was 22, had a child at 25, um, got divorced at 26 when my son was 14 months old. And so in that marriage, I very much felt like I was the husband in the relationship, 100%. I was so much in my masculine energy. And it's because I chose a partner that was very much like in his wounded feminine energy, right? And so again, the law of polarity never fails. And so the two of us got together, right? And there was so much conflict because for me, I wanted a partner I wanted like my husband to be in charge, to take the lead, to be the guy or the husband or the man in the relationship. And he couldn't do that. And that's besides the point. What I really want to enforce here is that it doesn't work, right? Because I was in my wounded masculine energy and he was in his wounded feminine energy, the relationship worked until it didn't because we both wanted different things from our partners. He wanted the opposite of me and I wanted the opposite with him. And so when I got together with my husband now of seven years, we've been together for 10, Brian, he was and is very much that alpha man who will take charge of the situation. He's a Renaissance man where like he will build things, fix things, and then cook and help me, you know, give my son a bath. I'm like, oh my God, you're so sexy because he has that really healthy balance of the masculine leading and then the 20% feminine of like the nurturing and being like this amazing loving father. And so it is incredibly important for you ladies that are listening to this podcast, especially those of you that are single moms or in positions where you literally have to make decisions all day, you're analyzing numbers, you're like just being very much using your head that you have to turn this masculine energy off when you are dating and in your romantic relationships. Otherwise, it's going to either attract guys that are mama's boys or just very much in their wounded feminine and are looking for a woman to take care of them financially and in addition to emotionally. And it's just going to lead to a lot of frustration, annoyance, resentment, and ultimately heartbreak. And so the thing with shifting, right, from the masculine, the wounded masculine to a more secure, empowered feminine is that it requires you to actually do less. And that is so uncomfortable because I am asking you to stop working. I am asking you to let shit go. I am asking you to be more present and have fun and enjoy your life. 
and it's very difficult to do that when you're like on the go, 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 and your cortisol is like streaming, you know, raging through your veins 24 seven. So how do you do that? There are three tools like I want to give you in this episode for you to consider and try on um, and see how they feel. The first one is self-care. Like seriously, take care of yourself, whether that's moving your body, journaling, or as simple as like drinking more water, like truly take care of yourself. The second thing is practicing mindfulness. And I love the insight timer because they definitely have guided meditations in addition to mindfulness practices that I think can really help you get back into your body, right? Get out of your head and into your body. And it may feel uncomfortable. It may feel boring. Like a five minute meditation might feel like five years, but give it a try. And the more you practice, the better you're going to get. And that's why I love the insight timer app because like it tells me what to do. And I, I just need all the help I can get with these things. And then finally, just having clear boundaries, having clear work boundaries, time boundaries, emotional boundaries with other people and really advocating for yourself. So for example, like stop answering emails after like a certain time or don't accept meetings after a certain time. So you have time to do work. Don't work the weekends, whatever that looks like, get super clear on where and how you can prevent burnout so that then you can create space, energetic space, physical space in your life to then lean back and take care of yourself and be in your feminine energy. And so if you need help with this, you're like, I have no idea how to do this. Like, I get this is important. I want a relationship. I want to be able to emotionally connect with men. I want men that, you know, are met like a man's man. That's a high value man that can really step up to the plate. If you're tired of being the guy in the relationship, you're like, I don't know how to turn this off. I would love to invite you to work with me inside of Courageous and Love, which is my 12 month group coaching program. And in this program, you get an extensive online course, you get all of the coaching and support that you need in addition to community for 12 months. And this is why the program is 12 months is because it takes time. I am not here offering you a quick fix to your love life. I am offering you a year of support, guided support, expert help to help you heal the parts of you that need help and to create lasting meaningful change in your life, in your love life. And so what oftentimes happens with a lot of the ladies that join this program is that they'll work on these things. They'll like feel more confident in who they are. They'll deepen their self-worth. They're like figuring out how to talk to men. All of these things are happening at the same time. And then their like professional life continues to blow up or they have in the best way, not like in a bad way, or like their relationship with their parents starts to blossom. So What I love about this program is like, yes, we're going to work on your love life, but you will see the ripples of like the work that you are doing have positive outcomes in other areas of your life. So if that feels good to you and you're like, I don't want to do this by myself. I don't like if you are not a DIY person and you're like, I want help and I want to get results fast. Let's work together. Go to the link in show notes um, to see what that looks like. And I totally forgot you guys to invite you to this free event that I am hosting this Thursday, February 8th at 8 p.m. And it's 
all about um, dressing, dating and dressing with confidence. So I'm actually partnering with another coach. Her name is Heather Riggs. She's a style consultant and she's actually my coach. And I've had several of my clients work with her as well, my dating clients, and they've gotten phenomenal results, both in how they're showing up, you know, how they look, but also how they're showing up in their love lives. So we're hosting this free Galentine's event. It's at 8 p.m. Eastern this Thursday. And we're going to talk about all the things like how to be more confident around men, how to dress more confidently, how to make a first impression that'll get you a second date and all of that fun stuff. So if that feels like, yeah, I kind of want to see what this thing is about. You want to laugh. You want to do all of the things. And oh, by the way, we're going to have some really great prizes if you join the event and uh, show up live. It's going to be so worth your while. So you can join that event, go to the link in show notes to learn more, register, uh, grab a free seat, tell your friends about it. And then, like I was saying before, if you're like, yes, I definitely need some help in my life, my love life, I got you. Go check out um, what it looks like to work with me at sythelovecoach.com and then just navigate to Courageous and Love. So all of that information is there. All right, my loves, until next time, happy dating. If you found this episode to be helpful in any way, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the podcast and made it a point to rate and review and share with your friends. Until next time, happy dating, my loves.